Hello and welcome to Dealcast, the weekly M&A podcast presented to you by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. I'm Juliana Needham. I'm a business journalist who's been covering M&A for a decade. In this episode, we're finding out about how investment banks are preparing for an increase in distressed deals by buying up smaller advisory firms with expertise in restructurings. To find out more about this, I'm joined by Marlene Starr, who is the US editor for sector coverage for Merger Market. Hi, Marlene. Thanks very much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. So can you kick off by telling us when you first became aware of this increase in the number of advisory firms with experience in distress situations being acquired? I guess the evidence was anecdotal at first. Um, I kept hearing about deals being announced in the space and then I would follow up with some of the executives and they talked about why this seemed to be happening. Um, and then, as is usually the case when we start to detect a trend, I went to our um, team of analysts to see if this was, in fact, a trend. And uh, lo and behold, it was. And so what did the analysis team find? The analysis team found that um, there's good reason for uh, advisory firms to be looking for new sources of income because um, North America's invest- investment banks uh, have seen a painful decline in revenue because of the prolonged slump in deal making. Um, we found that during the first nine months of 2023, fees for M&A advisory work in North America fell 25% year on year to $11.5 billion. So that's a pretty hefty drop. And so can you spell out why there's an expectation that there are going to be more distressed situations on the horizon, please? You know, you have to look back a few years for some context. Um, the levels of distressed dealmaking really surged in 2020 after the COVID-19 pandemic took hold. Um, and then we saw a pretty strong recovery. Um, the number of distressed deals fell sharply in 2021 and 2022 because that was when the market started to really climb again and interest rates were very, very low. Um, but here we are this year and distressed deals are back on the rise again. Um, and there are many reasons for that, um, as you pointed to. Uh, the rising interest rates have caused the financial markets to really tighten up. Um, and this has made it really hard for companies to raise new capital or for existing companies to refinance their debt. Um, and then there's concern about the economy slowing. And also in the U.S., at least, there is uncertainty around the presidential election, which is actually having a ripple effect around the world as well. Um, and the data bears it out as well. The, the merger market um, analysts came up with um, figures on um, the number of transactions involving North American targets that are either distressed, being liquidated or uh, in administration. In the year to date through November 7th, that figure almost doubled versus the total in 2022. So that's a really significant increase. Big time. Yep. And when we're looking at the target companies, those advisory firms with expertise and restructurings, can you talk through what kind of companies, what size those are, please? Um, they seem to be uh, mainly boutiques with like 20 to 40 people, I think, for the most part. Um, they have expertise. The targets have expertise in distress situations, restructurings, workouts, if you will. 
Um, the acquiring companies actually uh, are a pretty broad range of companies. They they tend to be obviously strategic players like investment banks, but also other financial companies, um, consulting firms, and many many financial sponsors as well. And can you can you give us some examples of specific deals, please? Uh, sure. There were quite a few. Um, if we go back to um, twenty nineteen. Uh, Conway McKenzie um, was acquired uh, by Riveron. Um, and then if you go to 2021, um, Accordion acquired Mackinac in May of that year. Um, and in, in July of 2021, Hilco acquired Getzler Henrik. Um, and then more recently, um, Kelso um, last month, uh, their their portfolio company, which is a global consulting firm called JS Held, acquired Phoenix Management Services. And FE International is another company um, that told Merger Market that it could look at um, either establishing its own uh, restructuring practice or acquiring a debt-focused fund uh, as it transforms itself into more of a middle market-focused investment bank. So there have been a whole slew of examples we've come across. And is it seen as a good source of revenue for investment banks who might be seeing other types of revenue drop off? Absolutely. Um, M&A volume for the first six months fell 32% compared with the same period last year, according to our data. And the number of deals dropped 18%. So with overall M&A volume down so sharply, investment banks are looking to distress deals and restructurings as a way to augment their revenue. Thank you. And just for some context, can you talk through whether this is a pattern that's happened before when there has been pressure in the financial markets? Yes, it has, it has been somewhat of a pattern. Um, merger market has found over the years that advisory M&A activity has tended to rise during periods of great market turbulence or economic uncertainty. Um, a few cases in point, um, the internet bubble bursting between 2000 and 2003. Um, of course, the global financial crisis in 2008 and 2009. And then, as I mentioned before, after the onset of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, so far this year, we've seen 15 deals through uh, November 7th. And so it looks like 2023 is shaping up to be another strong year. Um, we saw 18 deals in 2021 and 19 in 2022. So we're definitely uh, following that trend. And why are acquirers interested in buying instead of building the capability in-house? With any kind of M&A, it's always a decision between buying and building, as you've pointed out. Um, but I think it comes down to whether the firm feels it has the expertise in-house um, and also how fast it'll take to get ready to really uh, go to market and, and start tackling these deals. Um, there was a, a recent study that I came across from an executive search firm called Eastward Partners, which pointed to an acute shortage in talent in the distressed M&A market. Um, basically, a lot of very senior people are uh, sort of getting ready to leave the field and there aren't nearly enough new people entering the field. And that means it's going to be really competitive to attract people with this kind of skill set. So M&A is a much quicker way to hit the ground running and be able to do these distressed deals while they're happening, as opposed to trying to grow it in-house. 
And it sounds like it, it might be a really good um, area for, for people going into the industry to get into. Absolutely. I think that this is definitely something we're going to see more of. Great. Marlene, nice to chat to you. Thanks very much. That was Marlene Starr, who is the US editor for Sector Coverage. Thanks for listening to Dealcast presented by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. Please rate, review and follow the podcast. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or look out for your Merger Market news alert. For more information, have a look at our show notes. Join us again next week.